All right. So hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the 360 podcast. With me, I have Joe Medeiros, and uh, we're going to be speaking about RPA, robotic process automation. Really excited. And uh, Joel is actually also a content or course creator where he has his own course, and we're going to be speaking about that later on. But uh, Joel, thank you so much for your time and welcome. I'm really excited to be speaking with you today. Yeah, it's very nice to be here. I, I am very excited. Uh, thanks for having me. And yeah, let's let's do it. Awesome. Sounds good. And for those of you folks watching, I will be sharing links in the description uh, somewhere below in this video for uh, informa more information about how you can connect with Joel and get more information about him. And uh, also make sure you hit like and make sure you follow and subscribe uh, so you get notified for, for more future episodes where I'll be having uh, more amazing guests uh, such as Joel as well. But without further ado, so Joel, can you can you tell us a bit more about yourself and kind of give us a, an introduction and let us know a bit more about your background? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I started to work with IT like long back ago, 15, 17 years ago. I might look young, but I but I have some years on, <laughs> on my back. Okay. And I started as a software developer, as most of you know students back there, back then. And I worked with a lot of different programming languages from C, C++. Like I, I'm talking about background uh, languages. Right. I worked a lot with database too, and database is, is my cup of tea other than RPA because I also love to work with database, creating SQL uh, queries and working with the data. Mm -hmm. And and then I um, I moved to different roles. I played like a lot of different roles in different projects, different teams. I moved to different companies, but I always worked to big multinational companies like HSBC, Wipro, uh, and now I am working for TD Bank here in Canada. And when I started working for TD, uh, it was when I started my journey with RPA. Right. And it's like in short, uh, uh, you know, this kind of trainings that we have internal on our company. And all of a sudden, one day, someone was presenting uh, an RPA tool. And I didn't have a good idea of what was RPA at that time. But I saw a lot of potential on that. And then I started, you know, exploring that tool and creating my own robots. And I like fell in love right away with this amazing tool an amazing approach of, you know, uh, doing things. And here I am. Okay. Awesome, man. And, uh, uh, I guess, you know, uh, what, what is RPA for the, for the people, for the people watching who might not be aware of it? I mean, pretty, I mean, it, it stands for robotic process automation, Yes. but what is it? Because I know you mentioned that you started building robots, but that does not mean the actual physical robots or anything. <laughs> yeah. Like and actually I remember when I was starting, when I was creating, you know, playing around with my, uh, in my own computer, and then my daughter, and she is, she was staying at that time. Yeah. She she came to me and, and asked, well, "Hey, daddy, what are you are doing?" And I told her, "Oh, I am creating a robot." And then <laughs> she looked at me like kind of confused. Wow, where is the robot? Here, right in front of you. So he, she had this idea of okay, physical robots, uh, but yeah. it's, it's not something like that. Uh, but in general, RPA. It's a little bit different than automation. Uh, RPA specifically uh, regards to you know automating tasks that we uh, as humans should be doing. So we kind of create robots that are mimicking what we are supposed to do, our tasks. So, mm -hmm. so imagine 
every day you have to open up your email, you have to download files or check reports or open up, open, open up applications. So you can create these robots that are going to help you doing that tedious or repetitive tasks that are rule-based. This is something very important because we, mm. it's not that everything can be automated, but most uh, what is important is, do we have rules for this process? Can we uh, tell specifically what the bot has to do? So then, yes, we can uh, automate that. We can create these robots that are going to perform what we tell them to perform. Got it, got it. Uh, and, and kind of as a follow-up question, Joel, like what, what, because I know you mentioned that you, you were first exposed to RPA, RPA at TD Bank, uh, you know, when yes. you started working there. What caught your attention about RPA? Like, was it just something new and exciting or what did you like about it, like specifically? Well, I have to tell a short story to, to get you more context. Okay. When I got uh, at TD, like I was working on the support project. So I was a support analyst. I was managing several applications and we essentially had a lot of manual tasks that we had to do. Like what I said, like validation, uh, validations such as, okay, is this application up and running? Do, do I receive, did I receive all the files that I need? <clears throat> is this report available? All these kind of small things that you have to do, but, but it takes time. Yeah. And I was working like 10 hours a day, every day. And it was just so much, like I had to do so much. And then when I saw uh, this presentation about UiPath, right away I saw that and I, I, I thought, okay, I can use that in my daily life. So my first thought was, okay, let me try and see if I can help myself to work less. Okay. And I, I can tell that in a couple of months, I built a couple of maybe three automations that helped me to decrease my workload, I would say 40%. Wow. And that was like the sparkling in my my mind. Okay, Th that's something, that is something. I, I have to explore this uh, even more. And then I was always studying a lot, talking to people. Uh, we have several folks uh, at TD that they are very good at it. And I was always talking to them, asking questions, uh, asking for guidance. What can I do? Where can I find more resources to learn more about that? And soon enough, people started to, to see that that was beneficial. That was something that could help others. And actually my manager, uh, I have to say a big thank you for him. He, he started to, we started, like we were a support team and we started to export to, to provide services for other teams, like building automations for other folks. And, and then people started to asking more automations and more complex more technologies and I, all of a sudden I was doing like all my support tasks. Actually, I had my my robots doing that. <laughs> okay. While I was creating another automations for other folks. That's amazing. And and the, the fact that you mentioned that you 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 know you kind of started playing around with it yourself and you reduced your workload by 40%. I mean, that's huge. Yes. It's not like you know a few percentage points. I mean, that's that's a huge chunk. 
Yes. And, and I can only imagine the impact it can have in organizations, right? And uh, like, you know, when you're actually doing your your day to day professional stuff, you know, I work. And, and yes. Now, another quick question regarding that, I like, I'm sure some people might even feel some would some would say, well, isn't that gonna you know get rid of certain types of people like working in organizations and stuff like that? Or like, what are your quick thoughts on that? Ah, uh, no, that's not true. That's not true. What what's going to happen is. We are going to be better professionals. We are going to spend our time in a better way, like doing more uh, skilled tasks. It's not something that we can uh, get rid of people and just put these robots in place to, to do the job. We still have to, to do a lot of things because uh, see, what we are doing is just automating small things that we have to do. Of course, there are, a lot of complex projects. Uh, and I don't know if we, we are going to get to, to that level of details, but these automations, they, they can be very complex. But mm. the, 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 the examples that I am bringing to you, they're they are more related to like regular people, like people that, that are working on, at the offices, you know, with a lot of workload, with a lot of manual tasks, uh, repetitive, very tedious tasks. So in that sense, the robot's not going to replace anybody. Okay. It's just going to be a personal assistant of them. Okay, I understand. So, so I mean, it sounds like from what you're saying, the end goal is not to eliminate people, but the end goal is to help people work more efficient, efficiently and effectively. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so for for an example, you know, as a recruiter, let's say I have to email like a whole bunch of people every day, you know, potential candidates. Uh, I guess an example of using RPA would be to kind of automate the process of having to email uh, exactly you know, a certain number of people. Maybe that would be an example. Exactly, working with like when you start creating automations, you 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 see a certain uh, patterns. One of them is working with emails. Mm -hmm. The second one is working with. Microsoft tools such as Excel, uh, Word, and so on, um, working with PDFs, PDF files, and so on. So this kind of automation, it's the daily basis of every office. And I'm not talking about bank or IT companies. This applies for literally every type of company in any industry. So RPA is not for specific industries. RPA is for everybody. And imagine like a accountant office, like they have a lot of processes, a lot of rules, taxes and so on, and files coming from everywhere and going to everybody. So the robots can help a lot in this kind of scenario. So when I, and I believe uh, that for certain scenarios, for certain industries, RPA can help more than others, but as I said, it can apply for any industry. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes that makes that makes total sense. And uh, so, I mean, uh, you know, moving on to why why should why is this an area people should be excited about, Joel? Like, and, and not just people in tech. You mentioned other industries as well. Why should people be paying attention to RPA or or even build a career path in this uh, in this field? Well, we can we can like separate uh, some groups here, like tech people like myself and, and yourself as well, because you work in the tech industry. 
we can see this not only as a career path, but as happened to me in the beginning, uh, in a, uh, as a way to help ourselves to be better professionals, to perform better, and to have more time, you know, and less work. That that is something, and a career path. I believe it's very interesting for for anybody because even though the RPA thing is here for quite a while, like I would say more than a decade, but the the, the market is still very small and it is growing. On my perspective, there's a lot of you know room for improve uh, for growth when it comes to career to self development. So I I believe that we are going to to have a much better market for professionals that know RPA in the coming years. Yeah, I mean, it, because it sounds very exciting, right? And I, I mean, from, from what you've uh, spoken about so far in terms of, uh, you know, the amount of time and how people can work more effectively. Uh, so kind of a quick follow-up question to that, Joel, is why do you think it's, it's uh, you know, maybe not as widely adapted right now as, as it could be? <laughs> well, I feel, th this is my feeling, uh, that there is a lot of resistance to change. I saw that many times when I was creating automations for other folks, like people tend to think that they're going to be replaced in uh, a way, yeah. or they might uh, lose space for the robots, or they just want to own that space. So I saw that many times people, uh, when they when they are doing, when they, they know what they are doing, they kind of uh, own that space and they resist to, to give that away to other folks. So I, I, I feel this resistance from, from folks when I, when I am creating the bots. And like, I, I believe that companies are waking up to this, to this uh, tendency of you know, automating their, their tasks and, and having better professionals on their workforce. Uh, I don't know why it, it is, why it got so much time for them to to start this this change but i but i believe it is a a tendency that is going to be uh, growing over the, the the following years the coming years but internally for those companies that already have as i said i believe that there's a lot of resistance from from people maybe might be fear of losing their jobs mm -hmm. maybe it's just the uh the necessity of own things and, and be be the owner of that process of that application of whatever it is that we want to automate yeah i agree and, and i think that makes uh, perfect sense as well i think uh, you know th this is a challenge faced by many organizations is you know that resistance to change uh, yeah. and it sounds like you know the most important thing is probably educating organizations on the benefits of, of rpa as well as you know the the, the, the employees themselves and uh, you know, really communicate. Hey, look, we're not. This is not to to replace people. This is to help you do more, do more effectively. You know, accomplish more. Focus on your core uh, tasks and duties and responsibilities. And you know, let the robots take care of the the tedious, repetitive stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. See, that was something that I noticed right away. But that is something people 
have hard time to 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 notice yeah. so yeah change change the mindset is the i think is the the idea here like for companies and also for employees absolutely and that being said i mean the popularity is definitely increasing because i'm hearing a lot more about rpa now than i did you know just a few years back uh seeing a lot of roles and uh you know those types of positions coming out there as well you know from a recruitment standpoint uh, yeah. So that being said, Joel, I mean, what type of career paths are available uh, for someone who wishes to explore RPA? Well, uh, if your company, if the, the company already have a, uh, an RPA program, so then that, that is something you can start as a citizen developer. So that was how I started. And a citizen developer is nothing but, okay, anybody that want to build their own automations mm -hmm. so but that depends on the company's approach so some companies will not uh, support the citizen development because it's a little bit different than the regular development team <clears throat> you have to it's it's different the way you you build environment that you support the automations but that is something if if you have the uh, option, I would recommend, I would encourage you to start building your own automation, something like small, and then, you know, keep growing up to more complex scenarios. Uh, but if the company doesn't have the uh, citizen development uh, project or approach, then you can explore for yourself, uh, of course, and start to be and work to be a developer. Mm. And there... I, I already saw uh, many, not many, but a few different roles, but essentially is RPA developer uh, and business analyst and also RPA architect. So it's very related to the development process or the develop, development cycle of the automation itself. So everything that related to, to the development cycle, you can work with that. Okay, gotcha. And and how does one get started? Like, are, are there any certifications you recommend, or how does one get started in in you know in, in this area? Yeah, absolutely. And that that is going to change depending on what kind of tool you want to work, because there are a lot of options and a lot of room to to work with. And the most popular are the, I would say, but I am a little bit biased on my on my statement and i would say that uipath is the best one but that's why uh, that's because i i love uipath and i started working with that so with uipath you uh, there there is there are just a couple of uh, certifications that you can get one is the associate level and the other one is the advanced developer level uh, both of them are very good your <clears throat> excuse me uh, even with the associate level, you can you start to get an idea. You, you start to build your first automations, work with different activities. Um, on the other hand, the advanced uh, developer certification, of course, you have to have some more experience, build some different robots, use different technologies, frameworks, templates, and then you can go for that. Uh, with that, you can go for uh developer roles 
in any any company and that is the prerequisite for rpa developers that want to work with uipath all the positions that i saw they request that certification besides some experience with uh with uipath for other uh tools such as blue prism blue prism is the other big bigger player uh, <clears throat> and blue prism have a lot has a lot of different uh, certifications that you can go for it uh, from rp architect developer associate level i believe even for <clears throat> rpa project manager something like this oh, so wow. you have a wide variety of certifications that you can play with and then some other tools such as uh, automation anywhere you could of course you have certifications for that uh, another big player is the is actually microsoft so microsoft oh. has it, the power platform and inside of the power platform they created the power automate so power automate you can create like web automations that are more simple i would say and but they also have an rpa tool yeah, which is the power automate for desktops uh, but and then for microsoft there, there is a wide variety of certifications that you can go for it inside of the power platform uh, like stream you have from the essentials or fundamentals uh, certification and you can go to like rpa architect something like this so there is for those who want to explore there's a pretty wide variety of uh, careers path and certifications that you can go for it okay got it and, and another quick question joel is uh, like do you do you have to come from a tech background like um what are your thoughts on that no no you you don't have to have a technical background and that's why the citizen development is very good and talking about uipath like uipath has a version of the uipath studio which is the development tool uh, by the way i i didn't mention but uh these automation these rpa tools they usually they they are low code or even no code uh, development tools and it's very easy it's drag and drop you like you want to read emails you're going to search for outlook for example and mm -hmm. then the, the name of the activity is going to be reading mail from outlook and then you're going to click drag and drop and just put your account there and you're going to read emails from your outlook account so it's that easy it's very uh, easy to understand and then uh, to your question you don't have to have a technical background because uh, it's low code and drag and drop and then i was uh, sorry uh, i was saying that uipf has a version of the development so specific for non-tech people that is less complicated it's less complex it's not less complex it's less uh code if how can i say that it's even more simple than the regular development tool okay uh it's a little bit more limited because you you don't have many options to change uh properties and and even create because you can if you are a developer you can create extremely complex uh scenarios or even 
create your own code and put inside of the automation. Okay. But for those who don't have this uh, kind of skills, you can stick with the more simple activities and create your own automations. Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like a great entryway, right? I mean, for people yeah. who are non-technical, I mean, they can probably start off with that. And I'm assuming then they, they maybe they want to pick up on the development skills yes. and they can get more, you know, more of a technical customized. Yeah, exactly. And and see, RPA developer is not for everybody, but creating an automation, it can be for everybody. Like oh. if you are a manager, if you are a, a business person, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you still have a lot of, uh, repetitive tasks that you have to do every day, like uh, create create a report or merge files, or you know check uh, some specific uh, applications every day, something like this. Mm-hmm. And if you have the time and you you are willing to do that, you can do that by yourself. You don't need the the beauty the beauty of RPA. One of the beauties is you don't need a development team to do your stuff because that's some, something uh, uh, sometimes that uh, because relying on development team can take time. Like um, we are talking about months and then you have to have budget and go through the, the development cycle of a project. And with RPA, you can do that by yourself. You don't need that. And right. One one advantage also of the RPA is that you don't need to to uh, to have extra uh, development or extra licenses or extra softwares. You have everything that you need right in front of you. You just need to plug in. Right. It's. I mean, pretty much sounds like plug and play. That's it. Yes. <laughs> and it is. And it is. Okay. 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 Great. Uh, now, uh, Joel, you mentioned uh, you mentioned that you love uh, UiPath. Uh, what do you like about UiPath? Like, what what made you say that? Well, th- the beauty about UiPath is that it is so simple to understand. You know, it is so simple to learn. Like, I am a self thought person, so prob- I I learned by myself a lot of things. And when I saw you at Path, it was even easier to to understand what was going on, what I had to do. Of course, when I see the automations that I did when I was starting, I I won't like today because I was learning. So I, I was on that learning process. But if you know what you want, like if you if you know what you have to do, let's say for example, my first automation. That I that I created, uh, I had to validate if I received like over 300 files every day. So I had to make sure that I had that 300 files every day at 9 a.m. Let's say uh, I knew that I, that was the task of the bot. So then I I started thinking, okay, how can I create this bot? The first thing, okay, how can I uh, check the files if that files exist if the file exists or not, and then I okay I I can use this activity and then I can have a loop where I'm going to to read every file and so on. So when you know what you have to do, you kind of start thinking on on the next step, and then just keep going. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so uh, you know you mentioned UiPath, you mentioned Blue Prism. 
Are there any other tools people should kind of look into research and be aware of uh, in relation to RPA, Joel? Well, for, first one is UiPath, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, definitely Blue Prism is one big player. Automation Aware yeah, is it's another one. Microsoft Power Platform, it's another, another big player. And Microsoft also has a lot of advantages because usually when companies have Microsoft Power Platform, they also have another Microsoft tools. And, and then you can easily plug them to work with your automations. So it's very interesting as well. And I would say if you can pick any of these four uh, and start studying that that is a good start right yeah i mean i guess the most important step is to just get simply get started right like just yes. start yeah. start getting yeah. used to it and start using it definitely gotcha. uh so joel you know as we before we kind of wrap up and 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 i, and I get you to speak to everyone about your your uh, your amazing uh, training program any final words of wisdom in regards to the viewers out there who might be interested in uh you know getting their hands on rpa and, and really getting into it well if you if you really want to, to get started, just do it. Just uh, start creating your automations. That, uh, that, was, that is what I have to say. Because without starting creating your automation, you are not going to, to start doing anything. And don't worry with, you know, beauty of your code or if you are doing the right way of whatever. Just starting creating your automation. Uh, even if it is not related to your work, you know, start creating something and then you are going to, to, see, to see the potential and, and, uh, and maybe you can start see, you know, scenarios that you can apply at your work. Because at the end of the day, what you want is to work less or at least work smarter, you know, spend yeah. less time doing tedious things you know, while you can uh, be creating better stuff. Uh, great words of wisdom there, Joel. And, and also just, again, you know, it's it's obviously a very exciting field. Uh, well, th with that being said, Joel, I know that you have created your own training program. Uh, so can you let everyone know more about your training program and, you know, more details about it in terms of who it's for and what's covered and what kind of topics and who it can help? Yeah, absolutely. So I am creating my, my courses um, at Udemy. So I... I, I thought that that could be a, a good place uh, to start with because uh, I was thinking more about the user experience uh, when when they are actually consuming my content. And I already have four uh, courses over there. It started, uh, it starts from the beginner level. So I have the entry level for people that wants to, to understand what the what is the RPA and wants to create the first robot and understand the environment as a whole. And, but I also have some more advanced trainings for the RPA developers. And I also have two another, uh, trainees for specific for the uh, certifications, the UiPath certifications, one for the associate and the other one for the uh, RPA de advanced developer. They are all available at Udemy. You can, if you search for my name uh, on the search box of at Udemy, you can uh, probably, certainly you will find my profile there, but also at my LinkedIn page, uh, I have linked to my website, rpapro.co. And then on my website, 
I have the link for all of the courses. Okay, amazing. And, and uh, we'll draft, I'll draft, definitely drop it in the uh, in the description for the video as well, Joe. So uh, for those of you folks watching, check out the description for the video. I will post a link for that so you can check that out. And uh, also uh, another quick question about the your your course and your program, Joel. On average, like what how, how much of a time commitment is this for you know the person that signs up for the course on average? Well, these are short course. Uh, when I say short, uh, it's from two hours and a half to six hours okay. of, of video. Of course, when you are uh, studying, you have to spend more time, so you probably have to pause the video in order to understand what's going on and then do you uh, do your do the project to follow follow along with me so when i am creating the course i'm trying to uh, to 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 have a i'm trying to 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 use the time in a in a better way like mm-hmm. i don't want you to spend 10 hours uh, with me building every single detail so I, I kind of uh, cut some parts to be more efficient with the time. But when you are studying, you have to spend more time to create your own projects. Because the material, uh, even though it's it's a lot of videos, but I am very hands-on. I like to create. I like I like people to, to see what I'm doing and then follow along and do their own projects. Got it, got it. And Joe, for those of those of the viewers who want to, uh, you know, connect with you or network with you, what is the best way for people to, uh, you know, find you? Is it social media or, or how would you like people to connect with you? Well, uh, I am a very social person, but I don't like social medias. So if you want to, to connect with me, LinkedIn is the is the one stop shop is where I have every, you know, my contacts is where I talk to people. And other than that, I, I am I don't have any other social media, but I love LinkedIn. And I will be more than happy to connect with anybody and everybody. Awesome. Fantastic. Happy to hear that. And, and uh, I will share the link for your LinkedIn profile in the description as well. So, uh, Joel, thank you so much for your time. I, I learned so much about RPA. And, and, I, and again, I'm, I'm, it, it sounds like a very, very exciting field. And, uh, you know, all the information you shared was very, very insightful. And I'm sure it, it, it'll help a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, whether they're from tech or, or not from a non-tech background who, who might want to take a closer look at it. And uh, I definitely hope that uh, people will check out your course and, and see what you have to offer from that end as well. So thanks again, Joel. Uh, appreciate your time. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe for uh, like the video and subscribe. And also make sure you connect with Joel and, and uh, connect with Joel on social media as well, as well as uh, check out his course. Thanks, everyone. Have a fantastic week ahead.